I'm Dan Costello, and I am America's Happiest Principal. And this is my podcast. Welcome. Welcome to episode number one. We are going to be talking about my why and why I started this whole thing. I'm going to introduce a happiness practice that you can use in your school. I'm going to introduce a resource of the week, do a little story time, and then get ready for next week's show. Thank you so much for joining me. I really got started thinking about this in a serious way last year during the pandemic. A paraprofessional came up to me and said, you know, Dan, it's so great because you, even though everything sucks, you seem really upbeat. You always seem like you're happy. In fact, she said, <laughs> She goes, Dan, it's always like you have a dirty little secret that you're carrying around. And I, I mean, first of all, I really appreciated that compliment. And I thought the way she phrased it was super funny. But I wondered, it really started me thinking in a more serious way as because I am a happy guy and I really love my job and I love being around kids and teachers. And it merely made me think, like, is this natural? Does this just something the way I was born? Or are there strategies that I use, uh, whether consciously or unconsciously? So anyway, I did some research and I started thinking about it a little bit more. And I signed up for a course called The Science of Happiness, offered out of the University of California at Berkeley. And it was my very first time signing up for a MOOC. MOOC. A MOOC is a massively open online course, M-O-O-C. I'll provide a link in the description. This course is taught by uh, professors Dacker Keltner and Emiliana Simon Thomas. And it was a course that lasted for, I want to say about eight weeks. It was asynchronous, so I could kind of do it at my own pace. There was lots of uh, videos and readings, and I really got a lot out of that. I really, really did. And one of my key takeaways from taking that course was the notion that uh, Professor Keltner and Simon Thomas shared, which is that most scientists agree that about 40% of a person's happiness is determined by genetics. That means you're born with uh, either a kind of a happy outlook or maybe not. About 20% of a person's happiness is determined by their life situation, you know, family, relationships, jobs, wealth, lack of wealth. So that 60% is kind of already predetermined or kind of your situation in life. So that means to me that there's 40% of a person's overall happiness that's under their control. And I thought, man, that is super powerful. And very meaningful because it really means there are things that we can do to be happier. And another takeaway was all of the benefits of happiness, you know, longer life, lower stress, stronger relationships, all these things that probably we all know instinctually. But it really put it in a different context for me that there are things we can do and things that I have done as a principal to make my staff happier, to make kids happier, to make myself happier. And I think there's a huge benefit for that. So that's really what I want to do is, is make people more happy. 
That's going to be a hashtag you'll see if you decide to stick around and follow me or uh, visit my social media accounts, Facebook, Twitter, Insta, as the kids say. And so I began to rec reflect on those things that I do to make myself happy and those around me. And I want to be clear, like I'm not a Pollyanna about this, that I'm happy all the time. I'm just like everybody else. I have good days and bad and good moods and bad. But I know that being happy at work, especially at school, it's so important because there are a lot of things that can drive us to unhappiness. You know, we can have difficult relationships. We can feel we're not effective. And I think especially after this year that we've just had, this is more important than ever. So that's why I'm doing it. And I'm excited. I'm glad you're here. I hope you'll consider sticking with it. Uh, maybe you want to put together a happiness team at your school, or maybe you just want to work on happiness yourself. But I think if the more we do in more schools, the better off we're all going to be. I'd really like to tell you about my inspiration for this project. I met an educator about a year and a half ago uh, at the AMLI conference. AMLI is the American, excuse me, the Association for Middle Level Education, A-M-L-E. Uh, the National Conference a uh, year and a half ago was in Nashville, and I had a great time, and I got to meet Baruti Kafele, Principal Kafele, if you will. Principal Kafele was the keynote address speaker at the conference, and man, he knocked my socks off. He, he really walks the walk, and he talks the talk. Uh, Principal Kafele started out as a teacher in uh, New Jersey, I think just outside of New York City, and then became a super effective, incredibly important principal, had a long run as a principal, started writing books. And I love the story about his hustle and selling those books door to door sometimes. But Principal Kefeli really inspired me because, uh, you know, after I got a chance to meet him and hear from him and start reading his books, I started following him on Twitter. And not only is he inspirational on Twitter, but last spring he started an academy, an online academy for aspiring administrators. I think he was targeting people who wanted to get their first assistant principal job. And it was so impressive and so important for many, many reasons. One of it is that he was really identifying the role of assistant principals being really, really important and probably vastly underused. And I agree with that sentiment. But really, he just wanted to help people. So he was doing these live uh, YouTube meetings on Saturday mornings. Uh, on YouTube, he was broadcasting on his Facebook and his Twitter page as well. And that was right before the pandemic started. And so Principal Kefeli made a decision after the pandemic started. He said, hey, Let's just keep going. I mean, this is online. This is remote. So uh, my last check-in, he has been up to 66 weeks of this free, incredibly informative, incredibly helpful series of uh, sessions that's just free to anybody in education. I've just, he's inspired me. He's inspired me. He doesn't charge for this. He's, you know, he's not pushing his product. He's just out there trying to help the education field for no other reason that it needs help. And I agree with that. So I've always thought I'm the happiest principal in America. I mean, I love my job. I love going in. 
each and every day, yeah, there's tough times and yeah, there's struggles and conflict on occasion. But I thought if I can do anything at all, it's probably help people increase their happiness in school. And I know there's a lot of self-help books out there. I know meditation is great. I don't necessarily meditate myself, but that's really my inspiration. Principal Kefele, if you're listening, thank you. Sometimes I don't always feel like I want to thank you, Kefele, because this is a lot of work, but I can see what you're doing for the profession. And I just want to add my little piece of the pie. I know the work that's being done by so many educators out there. You know, I listen to the eight black hands podcast. I've followed Joe Truss, who's doing some amazing work uh, on anti-racism and dismantling white supremacy structures in schools. And I know that the work I want to do with happiness doesn't even compare to the importance of the work that's being done by so many other educators. I just want to do my little piece and help teachers, administrators, counselors, service providers, special educators, uh, all try to do whatever they can to make their schools more happy. And I will be there and I will provide resources. And I'm just really uh, looking forward to getting out there and seeing where this goes. This week's happiness practice is gratitude. There's a lot of research around gratitude and the benefits of being a grateful person. Today, I'm going to be uh, using Dr. Robert Emmons, who's a professor at UC Davis. And I want to uh, use proper citations because I'm not a plagiarist. Dr. Emmons uh, has done a great deal of research, written some books. I'm going to copy the link to an article he wrote and put that in the description. But there are psychological benefits for being a grateful person, higher levels of positive emotion, more joy, more optimism, stronger immune systems is one of the physical manifestations, lower blood pressure, sleeping longer and feeling more refreshed when you're awake if you're a grateful person. And in the social realm, generally people who are grateful are more helpful, generous, and compassionate, more forgiving, and less lonely and isolated. So let's take one practice about gratitude that you can work on this week. And that is use a visual reminder. Find a place for a post-it note or maybe on a whiteboard in your car to just remind you to spend a moment or two thinking about the things you're grateful for in your life. This can be a really, really important cue because according to Dr. Emmons, the two primary obstacles to gratefulness are forgetfulness and a lack of mindful awareness. So a visual reminder can really be a great way for you to remember to think about the things you're grateful for, to put a smile on your face. And again, they're great benefits to being grateful and practicing gratitude. So that is our, our happiness practice of the week, gratitude. Very happy to introduce this week's resource. And expanding on our theme of gratitude, Dr. Robert Emmons has a really uh, compelling YouTube video that I'm going to put into the description down below about gratitude and talking about the power of gratitude. Um, according to Dr. Emmons, uh, gratitude has three powers. It has the power to heal. Gratitude has the power to energize. And really, gratitude has the ability to change lives for the better. 
In this video, he talks a little bit about uh, why gratitude is so powerful. And one of the first reasons he talks about is that it's the affirmation of goodness. When we're grateful, when we express gratitude, it's a reminder like, hey, yeah, this year sucked, but there's some good things in the world. There are some things, some really nice things people have done for me. So gratitude is a, a reminder that goodness exists. But it's more specifically, when we express gratitude, we're really recognizing the source of that goodness, which is a great reminder. Like, who is it that's being kind and generous and patient? Who is that that's reaching out? Who is it that's strengthening relationships? When was it that I was feeling that happy? And those are really important reminders. So again, there's a, uh, I think it's about an eight minute video from Robert Emmons. It'll be in the uh, description, a really great resource this week. I'm very, very happy to share. It's story time. I want to share a quick story that I hope uh, shows the importance of a theme that I'm going to be talking about quite a bit, not only here on the podcast, but on YouTube and hope to be tweeting about it too, is this notion that, you know what, if you want to be happy or you want to be happier, make somebody else happy. That is the surest way to improve your own happiness. Make somebody else happy. Mike Barth, my co-principal and I, um, back in the fall when school reopened and we were in a hybrid model and teachers were teaching kids who were in front of them in person in school, sitting socially distanced with masks on, as well as teaching the kids who were at home. And man, that was a challenging experience. That was so, so difficult. And I think most teachers felt they were not being effective. But we decided we wanted to try to find a, a, some kind of way to relieve the burden that the teachers are feeling at that moment. And so we went around and, you know, during the morning, we built in a mask and snack break for the students. And so Mike and I would go around and randomly uh, take the kids out for the teachers. So that would give the teachers a 10 minute break, you know, to use the restroom, get a drink, hopefully of coffee, but just get a drink nonetheless. And the expression of gratitude that Mike and I got back in return for doing that, what I consider a very small gesture, made us feel so happy. And again, that's an example of you want to be happy, you want to be happier, make somebody else happy. And those little things mean so much. And I just feel so proud of the fact that we were able to make a small difference. I'm not pretending it was the biggest thing in the world, but just again, a reminder that little things do matter. So that's my story for today. Make somebody else happy. You'll thank me. Well, that's it for episode number one of America's Happiest Principal Podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. Would really appreciate a, a like, a subscribe, hit that notification, uh, leave a comment. I'd love to hear from you. Love to get some suggestions for topics you'd like us to explore here at America's Happiest Principal Podcast. And we're going to sign off and get ready for next week. But look in the description for the links that I promised about gratitude, uh, the YouTube video. And we will be back here next Thursday, July 8th, 2021. It's been such a pleasure. Thank you. And we'll see you next week.